0: Hello, I'm Kristen Perisonotto. And I'm Hannah Ferguson, and we're co-founders of Cheek Media Co.
1: This is the Weekly Cheek Podcast.
0: Maybe. I don't know.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I didn't I, watch oh
0: it. God. <laughs> this is terrible because we're giving a review, but we haven't actually really watched it. You can't say, oh my god, The Bachelor is evil and problematic, and I love it every Wednesday and Tuesday. Yeah. And then say, Osher <laughs> is my king. Also, Woohoo. the guy she picked name was Carlin. What? <laughs> <laughs> So, what's the last season you watched of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette or The Bachelor in Paradise or the blah,
1: blah, blah? All The Bachelors. I, so, I watched the um, season with Sam Frost.
0: Oh, that was a while ago.
1: Yeah. And I picked Sasha. Huh. In the first season. I was like, he's going to win. And then I watched it and then he won, obviously. And then. Oh, I also think I watched a little bit of... I kind of watched Sam Wood's season as well mm-hmm. with Cool Girl Heather. I mostly watched them because that was the time that um, oh, Rosie was doing the Mamma Mia recap. Yes. That yes. was
0: quite famous at the time. I think, honestly, a lot of Bachelor viewing happened because of the response that... Yeah. I think now people that have taken over with that, and honestly, it's too much. Oh, my God, there are Punky. so many. Yeah. Punky's, like, entire base of
1: content is bachelor
0: and that's quite embarrassing for youth media yeah
1: it is particularly because we're moving on past the we're bachelor, really we're moving past. That's, that's exactly the base of what we're
0: trying to talk about yeah it's like the bachelor has really i i actually think when you watched it was the prime
1: me too and I resisted it for so long cuz I was like I don't give a shit about that. But then yeah then one of my friends said, "Oh my god, you have to watch the like read the Rosie's recaps. They're so funny." And I read them and I was like, "I really have to watch it because I don't get it." Yeah. And so I would watch so I could read the recaps and That's they were so funny. Great writing. Yeah, really really good. And like even 9 news does recaps now. Did you know that? Yeah.
0: And it's not their channel.
1: No. It's so weird. It Everybody's really doing odd. it. So I just watched those two seasons. I really liked Sam Frost as a person. I think she was, like, you yeah. know, great, like the girl next door type. Yeah. Um, Happy with her. I was actually quite sad when her and Sasha broke up, to be honest, a few years after.
0: I just never watched those seasons, so I didn't. You were invested. No. I personally feel like there was a few hiccups for the franchise that kind of people were upset about. Like, I actually think overwhelmingly people didn't want it to be... Like, when they chose Sophie Monk and Honey Badger, it was like, why would you pick a famous person? Like, isn't the entire point that that is kind of... Mm. It's someone plucked from obscurity. It could be anyone. Mm -hmm. I think that whole vibe, like, it's not getting more viewers, in. I don't think for it to be Sophie Monk or the Badger. But I actually really did like the Honey Badger season. I liked the outcome. I think everyone was outraged, but I think, oh, that was perfect for the franchise at the time. Oh,
1: really? I just thought it was like... I didn't, watch the, I didn't watch the season. I wasn't invested at all. I didn't, was not interested in the Honey Badger. I didn't care who he was. I didn't know who he was. And then I happened to watch the finale just because it was on in my house. Mm. And I was just like, okay. Like, I just didn't. I think they needed I nothing, a mix up. Yeah, I think they needed something to, to go
0: wrong. I mean, now they've written into the contract that you have to pick someone, I'm pretty sure. Right. That's part of the...
1: Well, the thing, the problem is, well, one of the many problems, Channel 10 like swears on their life that it's a the show is about love it's not like they fully like they always say it. they fully stand by it
0: but truly the way they edit and construct the show Mm. that cannot be their actual vision that cannot be their actual core value or belief about that show
1: it can't be but they won't admit it like they just refuse because i think um and this is just anecdotally and from watching snippets i didn't actively watch but wasn't the honey bad season the first one that was really produced wasn't there some like one of the there um, was a women fight. like ran away and yeah, the producer was like babe babe come back yeah babe. there was a
0: massive fight between those those three girls it's really interesting i remember this it was um cat romi and alicia and alicia made it out of there really well because she was kind of the third that was just like a bit caddy. Mm-hmm. and now she was on bachelor in paradise and really like regained this like her, her, her character arc okay went from being like the evil bitchy girl to mm-hmm. being like one of the most loved and now she's with the guy she met
1: a on bachelor, bachelor in paradise. paradise
0: and they lived together in perth
1: okay good for her
0: but it's like that sort of cat thing that happened like that caddy trio that like essentially to neil mm-hmm. got them kicked off by him got cat kicked off by him i think or oh, i can't remember doesn't matter but that was one of the biggest like oh my god scandal right. girl fight very overproduced i agree yeah yeah, yeah material
1: yes and i think that was when it really turned i knew a lot of people who used to watch and then stopped watching after it became so produced because they're like well this is just getting really american that's what people were saying mm.
0: well it, a lot of the aspects i think the, the parts that make the american season more watchable are the things we don't have like yeah. the um the overnight stay yeah thing. It, what's yeah. it called the honeymoon suite or something it's something weird sex room <laughs> yeah sex cage yeah <laughs> um those sorts of things and also they have proposals all the time at the end
1: Oh, yeah, yeah true. Yeah, which we
0: never have had. Um, and I think people wait for it. I'm like, no, that would make me disgusted. Honestly.
1: That's so weird. There have been a few proposals. Didn't Sam Frost get proposed to? Is that true? In the in her finale that she was a contestant?
0: Maybe. I don't know.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I didn't I, watch oh, it.
0: Oh, God. This is terrible because we're <laughs> giving a review, but we haven't actually really watched it. Um,
1: we're not really here to talk about The Actual Bachelor. No, we're not.
0: I mean, it's sad because it's hard because... When I talk about it, I'm like, oh I really I enjoy watching it with my group of friends. Mm -hmm. I don't enjoy I could never watch it by myself. No. Um I think there's like really the seasons where it was like um Matt Maddie J and Laura. Yeah. Like I still follow both of them on Instagram. I adore them and I think, oh that was really good. Like from the outset, yeah. 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 They about to have their second baby. Okay. I think there's a few seasons where like, these people like you could tell from almost the first date, like, oh that's the one. Like you really knew. And it's lovely, Mm -hmm. and I actually think that overproduction and sort of the edits they give people are reducing. Mm. Like, same as Married at First Sight. If there actually was good outcomes, I'd be more likely to watch it. But I'm not watching it for the ridiculous behaviour. It actually is such a turn off for me. Surely
1: most people are watching for the ridiculous behaviour. Maybe, but I never ratings are dying. Yeah, that's not not
0: on maths, I guess. But Bachelor's Yeah,
1: yeah, it's dying. Well, I guess, so the last season rated the worst. Yes. Like particularly bad with the two Bachelorettes. Yes,
0: they had the worst premiere, they had the worst finale. Like it was dead, set in stone that it was just the lowest rated season. Yeah, And I think it was because, um, and this is what a lot of articles that were written about and critiquing the sort of franchise and where it was going was – We really needed some diversity. Yeah. And instead they went and picked two white women. Yeah. Um,
1: Which who they just kind of was like pitting. It's because they're not going to get enough drama from the guys. So they have to like make some drama between the contestants. And also... so gross to me.
0: I think it's kind of ridiculous that there's sort of this incestuous like familial thing within like if you've been on the franchise Mm -hmm. that you kind of get to do... You get a favourite from one season to go as the singular Bachelor or Bachelor in another season, like Ellie Miles. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you bring them back for their, like, second shot or they've been on Paradise. So it's it's just a bit ridiculous to me because, like, instead of getting a fresh face, someone who's really looking for love and not for the sort of reality hit. Yeah. Um. I mean, obviously a lot or of the Or for the runner-up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that works, all like, I every time. I think the runner-up works.
0: I mean, I guess Ellie Miles was a fan favourite of um, Matt, the physicist guys yep what was he astronomer had,
1: something really boring something about the planet
0: <laughs> i just remember astrologer i just remember something like that and then abby was like i'm a gemini and it was a joke and i made it look like a fucking idiot
1: oh that was abby's season uh-huh. see i don't haven't watched in many years ah, okay but i vaguely re- I remember the memes
0: i just think it's ridiculous that i think the runner-up's a good concept but a lot of the time these people like Ali otchin who was is that how you say the last name She was The Bachelor after being both in Paradise and on The Bachelor. And it's like, oh my God, change the record. Like, shit, no one cares. Like, she was honestly the most it was the most boring season of bachelorette right like there was just nothing going on and the guys were boring the whole
1: thing was just oh, a bit of a train yes, wreck i remember this she was two girl next door wasn't yeah she? and
0: i just found that it was the like people. you need to get a fresh face person in because i'm not watching for sort of this like these people that are clutching yeah at this franchise to retain popularity
1: i think you only get two seasons yeah like if you don't I don't know, I think you're done after that, frankly. Yeah. The runner up is different or someone who gets a really good edit. Yeah. Is different. But they've already picked like I think that people need to remember that the producers have already picked who they're gonna shoot like put on the next season yeah. and they're gonna give them a good edit. Yeah. Um so that people like them. It's not like, oh, she was a crowd favourite. It's like we made her the crowd favourite. Exactly. And, and th- groomed her for the next one.
0: One of the Better ones was Georgia Love. Yeah, I think she was plucked from relative obscurity. I don't remember her being on a season. You could edit this out if she was, but I don't. I think she was a random. I think she was probably one of the last randoms that was chosen. Yeah,
1: yeah. So she didn't come from like no public following, but she. I don't. Pretty sure she didn't come from The Bachelor.
0: No, I and I think she was like one of the last ones that was plucked. Yeah. Um. And did I really enjoyed her? She's still with the guy that won.
1: Oh yeah, that's Um, right. I think love those, her podcast shout out yeah everyone has an ex. yeah it's excellent listen
0: on spotify it is excellent <laughs> but i think those people are the more authentic people that have been in the leading sort of positions in those seasons yeah and now it's just really fading yeah. like i i haven't watched i had no idea what was going on in the last bachelorette and bachelor season i lucky had so much drama
1: yeah i didn't also it's
0: just not believable anymore yeah you know as soon as like you can literally see in the finale if they're going to be together or not you can just tell
1: particularly because there have been a few times when you know things have gone a bit awry (laughs) yep yeah no i'm so bored by it and i feel like now the biggest thing that's talked about is like oh are they still together now in real life when by the time the finale ends that's yeah. what everyone's talking about they're like nah they're not together now because i saw him out on the town or i saw this on instagram or yeah. blah, blah, blah. like i feel like that has actually taken over from the hype of the finale is people being like are they still together now because people don't i don't, yeah. don't i don't i genuinely don't think people care if they're not together now they're just like well that's just tv
0: yeah and, but this is the thing it's like uh... Their stats are going down. Like, I remember a few seasons ago, I looked it up and it was like 50% have are still together
1: of mm, all the seasons. High. I
0: think it was when it was like 10 seasons, it was like 50%. Right. And now the last, what, three seasons, uh, look, Lockie is claiming to still be with the girl. I just don't believe that though.
1: Nah, probably I, just for fame.
0: Becky hers uh, dumped her the next day.
1: Oh my God, that's right.
0: Ellie, they're clearly not together. Like, it's so obvious to me. Yeah. Um, is she
1: the one who, the guy was like someone she already dated once?
0: no is that true no i don't think so I just, maybe <laughs> i can't remember i don't know enough about the season fuck
1: um, i think the older season there there's more success stories from the older seasons yes, definitely I like definitely um, sam wood is with still Nizana? with snazana yeah they've got i think they've got two kids together yeah. now. plus her her daughter she already had they've got a business together they do like fitness things yeah um yeah georgia love those people that you just said yeah maddie
0: jay and laura georgia yeah. love and is it lee yeah i think it's lee i don't know yeah but they, they're
1: wholesome as so wholesome so wholesome honestly i always preferred and i'm gonna take this as a quick sidebar because i don't want to get too off topic from the bachelor but there are just so many dating shows that are better than the bachelor like yeah. please bring back dating in the dark please bring back dating naked
0: the netflix ones were good too so
1: funny oh, i'd love it first side mm. i i lost it a bit with that but i watched the whole thing yeah did you to that girl who was like 10 years older than her boyfriend yeah and she like spoke like this whenever he was around and then uh, when she wasn't around she spoke this that's
0: weird it's, it's odd
1: but it was a bit it was pretty intoxicating though also it was like peak lockdown so everyone was just like oh my god glued
0: do you think that the decrease in popularity for the bachelorette can be attributed to um sort of our age group the millennials getting older and, and not giving a fuck anymore
1: I think so. I think that the it hasn't evolved with us because, mm. like, Millennials, Gen Z, honestly, I feel like they have not captured much of Gen Z. No. Um, because Gen Z are actually starting to see, like, I've started noticing, even though, um, Oh, I don't really know how to say this. even though like when I was like a teenager and started growing up, there was no diversity anywhere. Yeah, I feel like it's been there is enough of it now that I really notice when there's no diversity. yes. um particularly and I think what particularly what is in front of my eyes the most is like activewear and swimwear being advertised like on yeah. Instagram, I will immediately notice if there's no body body diversity or um race diversity. yeah. And even, I'm starting to even notice because there's a lot of brands I follow who even have different like abilities, like they will have models with disabilities modeling. And now if I see a brand with just like white skinny women, I'm just like, what? Yeah. So I think that The Bachelor has lost a lot of its following because of a lack of diversity. But I also think that it's just maybe just free to wear. Yeah. Like who's got time to like like every time i hear someone being like i'm going home to watch bachelor because it's wednesday i'm like huh like why would you watch? like watching tv at a certain time that seems pretty lame it
0: is it it honestly has gone out i agree and like as i was saying earlier one of the stats i read about the bachelor is there's two that i thought really interesting i never thought about how sort of stark that contrast is in 13 seasons they've had i think 113 contestants and Mm -hmm. 95 have been white Mm -hmm. um and in the last 13 seasons so I don't think this includes um, Ellie and Becky's season, um, only one person of colour has been in the final three in any of those seasons, and that was Brooke Blurton in the Honey Badger season. Yeah,
1: who they, like, um, queerbated. Yes. Really bad, Classic. which made me so mad. Yeah. Because um, when they were like is I also watched this snippet I happened to watch this snippet where the, where she was like I don't know what he's going to say when I tell him and then they cut to the ad break I I don't know maybe I think I was already I kind of dismissed the bachelor a lot earlier than a lot of people did yeah. and I was kind of like what's this shit like yeah. And then I thought maybe she, like, cheated on someone or was engaged before and broke off her marriage yeah. or, like, left someone at the altar. Like, that's something what I thought. Something quite interesting in your relationship history. Yeah. I thought it was going to be, like, she actually did something, like, arguably bad yeah. to a partner. Without context. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. And then she'd have to, like, explain the whole story. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that. But then I, I also kind of was like, it's probably going to be nothing. But then the fact that it was that she dated a woman before, like, I was so bored by that.
0: She went on The Bachelor in Paradise after that, and mm-hmm. they, I think they revealed, like, how much each person was getting paid that season. Right. And Alex Nation was put in The Bachelor in Paradise in the same season as Brooke Blurton. Oh, because they, they wanted to together. tee up. Yeah. I think they wanted to tee up sort of an LGBTI relationship mm-hmm. for that season. Yeah. I don't know if it was, like, forced by the producers or, like, what happened, but that was... And it was just interesting to watch how they like framed with the guys being like oh what what what, fuck like it was very Mm. i'm rolling my eyes so
1: hard Mm. that's so i would be so interested to know what the actual conversations were behind that because i do wonder and i think about this a lot actually is it's like um i said this about the three people of color who've been employed to kind of lead bon appetit now yes um, and I, I kind of said like, uh, like in my opinion, it's too late for Bonaparte. Like they're done. Yeah. Like we're not forgiving them now. And the it just looks so tokenistic to me to have those three people that they're you know like now splashing yes. everywhere. But so I I kind of think like good for those three people. Even though it's a shitty situation, I'm glad that they those individuals got a shot. Yes. At you know such and we're a role finally given
0: exactly. the opportunity they deserve
1: exactly. But I also think like. I don't have a right to an opinion on this because I don't, you know, like I see myself reflected in a lot of other places Um, and I don't have a right to have an opinion. But I wonder if people in the community or like people in the black community are looking at that and thinking, oh, well, I don't know if that is actually helpful because it is very obviously tokenistic. I think Mm. it's very complicated to... I guess the argument is like when does tokenism does tokenism work or not or do we just need to have tokenism in order to move to the next stage where it's a bit more organic i think it's a bit hard to yeah so i don't know if um well, it's like, hard
0: because, again, you're as you said, I think a couple of says you're not in the business of being offended on behalf of other people yes. when you don't aren't personally involved in the issue. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know how I would feel being put in that position because also if it's a sinking ship mm. and it's too little too late and then yeah. you're given that opportunity, it's like, well, now you've given me something that's dying. and yes. How am I supposed to turn this around? It's going to look bad on me. On, yes, exactly. When it's a tokenistic act. Yes. I think it's really, I mean, I don't know how I would feel. I obviously can't feel I'm a white woman. Yeah. Like, I do I, again I don't have a I'm not in a position to comment but agreed I I think it's really tough because is tokenism going to get us to the next step and is it a stepping yeah. stone well not really because I think that there are a lot of brands and companies that are actually organic and at least trying to be authentic yes in moving towards a more diverse workplace but again it really comes back to the way in which you approach it mm-hmm. at what time
1: mm-hmm. the
0: reasons and like what your goal is yeah um and again, yeah, I think it's like good on those people for getting that opportunity, but you'd be pissed as well. Like you're doing this for the look. Yep. it's a sinking ship. What am I supposed to do with this?
1: Exactly. Like the the yeah, the, to use the ship metaphor, the ship is like already on fire, and they're yeah. just like putting these three people at the helm. Like it's kind of it's like kind are of they setting them up to fail? On, yeah, exactly. And I am just I don't think I saw much. I didn't look into. Com- like the comments from like a black community um, on these three people being put in the position, but I just wonder what the comment was, and I guess it's you could say it about quotas as well. Like the way I have a complicated relationship with quotas because I see why they're relevant, but I don't always think they are. I don't think they're the best yeah solution, but I think because I think they're a band aid, but I. I do see that they might be the solution that we require at the moment yes. in order to get more diversity. So that's what I wonder about um, Alex and Brooke on Bachelor in Paradise, where they both said, like, oh, we're going to put you... Also, why not put, like, a few people who are, like, who are gay? Yeah. Like, I I guess, like, because they... I don't know. They obviously were set up to have the men be pissed because the those th- two women were interested in them. And then they get eliminated because yes exactly so it's like another man is
0: eliminated because they're together but then it's like what you're saying is you're basically like putting their sexuality at fault for their position and it's making this a weird stake in the game exactly it's just like quite i again not my position to be offended Mm. but i think it's just not tasteful way to do it no as in like you're actually setting these guys up um to like look like shitheads which they played into well like of course like but i think it's a again if it was done genuinely good for them yeah but i think it was done again too late into Mm -hmm. the batch like there was a a couple seasons of bachelor in paradise and many seasons of the bachelor and bachelor before this yeah um and you could tell that it like i you could tell that alex nation was planted there with a lot of money yeah in order for something like this for the bachelor franchise to what make themselves look better
1: yeah exactly and i do want to clarify i don't I didn't say that I want that they should put gay people in because bi people are not gay enough. I just think it was interesting that they've like why not make a bit more of an effort and put like a people with different sexual yeah. Um, identities, yeah. yeah, into instead of just like these two well-known bi women, yeah, who have come out and have already competed in to, like threaten the straight guys, bachelor, yes. yeah, exactly because the the guys are going to be like well he they she could have me but she's chosen well, this girl. it's
0: like um one of the gr- show i really love is naked attraction and mm-hmm. that's in the uk and my whole house watched seasons of this and literally they have such a great representation of sexual orientation spectrum essentially oh, that's good. and like literally they would have people come on and say you know i'm pan or demisexual blah blah, blah. and then they would have like a range of people. So like whatever the contestants. So have you seen the show before? No. Essentially, there's like five people. One person comes out um, and they're fully clothed Mm -hmm. and they have five people behind like colored sort of doors and they raise it to, like, their knees, and okay. then they have to eliminate someone, and then they raise it to, like, their belly, and they, you mm. see, like, you see everything. Are, you, they're na- li- are they They're nude? fully naked. There's nothing blurred out. <laughs> okay, So it's, right. like a, it's, like, obviously a very body-based show, yeah. but they actually have surprisingly good representation. Okay. So then they have someone, like, eliminated based on whatever and obviously it becomes yes very based on someone's sexual appearance and Mm. and and body sort of
1: imagine axing someone because of the bottom of their
0: leg (laughs) i know right but it gets to their head and then they have like um i think they have two people left
1: okay and then
0: the person who's choosing has to go away and get naked and then come out and then the two nude people say like whether they would or not so they have a say in it too obviously yeah and then they have to go on a date and honestly it never works out Which Mm. I think is fantastic because it really shows that that's not a way. But it is. Yeah. Well,
1: have you seen Dating Naked? No. Is it the same? No. So it's basically just like, um, it's kind of like, it's, it's really old. I don't even know if it's still on air anymore. But it's like, I used to watch it like a decade ago. And it's just, it doesn't follow the same couples. Every episode is like new couples. Yeah. So they just have like a bunch of people and then they each go on a date but they're fully nude but they're like on a beach like on a tropical island like in a (laughs) deserted island yeah and then they'll like go swimming and they'll like go you know eat lunch on the beach and i don't they surprisingly wasn't very much kissing really because it kind of turned it into like oh well it's just normal to be naked that's kind of but it was all blurred also, but like with this, it was so interesting
0: because some people would have like literally clit or dick piercings and things like this, and you oh, would, and this person would be like, "Oh, I'm actually interested in someone who's got more hair in that area," mm-hmm. or like, and it was actually like it was done in a way that I thought was quite organic. Yeah, it wasn't like, "Oh my god, that person did a flat stomach." Like it actually wasn't like that. It was more actually based in like, "That's surprising." Oh, I'm usually attracted to someone like I like the nipple piercings on this person, but mm. like it wasn't really like ill. It was never really like that. It was quite respectful and they had a lot of like they had people who were able-bodied people who were disabled they had people of all ethnicities they had people like multiple genders mm-hmm. and um sort of like sexual orientations in one mix for one okay. person yeah and i thought so interesting like how yeah. a bisexual person chooses and mm-hmm. blah, blah blah like it really gave me a lot of insight like i learned so much about
1: very interesting yeah was the whole show just the picking or did they go on a date they after they go on
0: a date after and then they come back and you find out if they're still seeing each other they okay. literally never were <laughs> Which is so funny because I thought it was quite a respectful way to do things. Sometimes people would be rude, but it would be like, ew, you'd know that person was gross. Like it was uh, okay. not ever like supportive of that sort of an arc. Right. That sort yeah. of a decision. Oh, um, so they were painted
1: as a villain if they did say.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was quite just upfront. It was a, It's a British show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you literally see everything. And I became so much more comfortable with body parts watching that show. It was That's honestly true, eye-opening.
1: Yeah. Very interesting. Versus the Bachelor,
0: which is like, oh my god, the red gown versus the, it's just like,
1: ugh. oh my god, it's just so basic.
0: It is. All the dates are so basic.
1: They are. And do you know what really makes me angry is how many people still rave about it. Mm. Particularly, I've noticed in America, and I don't know if this is just because of the people I engage with, but I watch a lot of vloggers on YouTube, mm. and a lot, and a lot of them are like women who are my age you they're usually between like 22 and 30 yeah. the women that i watch and whenever the bachelor is on every single vlogger is talking about the bachelor even the ones who are like outspoken feminists even the ones who are you know a bit of like a um i don't know like a bit hippie like they live in like the forest in you know idaho and they are vegan and they like grow their own fruits in the in the garden, and they're just like, "Oh my god, Bachelor tonight!" And I'm just like, it's "So shocking!" What? Like, Why are wh-? we still exactly yeah, like? I feel it's like really I'm counter-intuitive. exactly. And my immediate friend group, which is very expansive, <laughs> 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 um, do not really watch The Bachelor, but I think that's because my friends are people who are like me. But more generally, I am shocked at how many people still talk about The Bachelor positively in a way that's just like chit chatting about what happened on The Bachelor last night, and not yes. about like. Isn't The Bachelor so messed up? Yeah. Like, I don't I don't th- really think about The Bachelor. I don't talk about it until something pops up in front of my face and I'm just like, ew. And I just am truly baffled by the amount of outspoken feminists who talk positively about it. But
0: also, a lot of content is like, I'm going to critique The Bachelor every week. Critique. And it's like, why would you, like... <sighs> That doesn't make sense yeah do a large critique but Mm -hmm. don't do a weekly like and this is why it's anti-feminist but i'm watching it i'm gonna critique every
1: episode it
0: doesn't yeah that's actually just you being a viewer that's actually just you being an audience member actively and happily
1: um and And again to call back to what we said before that was those reviews are one of the reasons that some people watch the bachelor in the first yeah day.
0: and also some of those reviews are the literal literally only reason that those media companies are afloat
1: yes exactly like it's their
0: whole demographic is yep. like that ba- like when it's the off season what they even i have not seen a punky post in months <laughs> like i can't even think of anything calling them out by now. some instagram influencers and like prominent people on social media have only become popular through their recounts of the bachelor yeah yeah it's a really interesting world and i think a a lot of what we were saying regarding this sort of episode is that people like to slam the bachelor but simultaneously rave about osha yes and it doesn't make sense to me as the person who brought it to australia and continues to host help produce execute promote
1: He's arguably the face of The Bachelor. He is. So we both have read lots of articles and reviews of The Bachelor who absolutely slam The Bachelor but always talk about osha very positively and say that he is like the exemption so yeah he, the the bachelors are really problematic except for osha we love him i'm Un- unproblematic king. he's
0: just yeah he's the king yeah and he's kind of like the cupid sort of symbol of the show and and, and has this this sort of like front of the brand yeah is excluded and like not held health- accountable or responsible for any of that behavior yes the narratives the character arcs anything to do with the bachelor it's kind of just like he's this separate entity even yeah. though he's actually so inherently linked yes. to the franchise yes and that just confuses me me too um and again i think like what we said earlier was before we did this was that we think like it's not a critique of Osher as a, as a person when we say this. We're not trying to go in for Osher and say he's evil. But mm. our problem is, is that you actually can't have it both ways. No. You can't say, oh, my God, The Bachelor is evil and problematic and I love it every Wednesday and Tuesday. Yeah. And then say, Osher <laughs> is my king. Yeah. It doesn't work because he actually is an executive part of that team. And I just feel like he's making the key decisions when they come up.
1: And he's profiting hugely yeah. from it.
0: from this inappropriate framing of yes. real people with real life yeah
1: he's the top ambassador of the yeah the the, um, whole franchise and he is the one who is going out and saying the things that we're talking about before oh it's all about love no it's not for drama it's all about love We just want to help people find love he brought it to Australia exactly I, profits greatly.
0: it it really does confuse me because again i don't know what he's like i assume that he's probably a really lovely person he's probably warm charming all these things that mm-hmm. he's framed as and there is a reason that all these contestants still hold him to such high standards like as in you've got abby chatfields who was destroyed by yeah. her season of the bachelor and bachelor in paradise didn't do her much justice either and mm-hmm. now she's come out and said you know F that that framing was terrible how dare they do that good yeah. for her but she's also like but our king osha and i'm like yes it must be this must be because on set he is this lovely warm person that gets to kind of like flutter around mm-hmm. um but in reality like how I, I don't understand how you can't have that critical thought behind he's instigating yeah he is a key player in the decisions that are made around this show like if there's a big production question I wouldn't doubt that he's part of the decision. Yes, exactly. Like, I think that he's more involved than anyone gives him credit for. And he's Mm -hmm. not this like, like suavely dressed um, host that like helps hand out the roses. He's not the person that like, you know, says goodbye and says, how are you? And blah, blah, blah. Like he is more than that. And I think it's like really ridiculous and kind of sort of demeaning. Like what to me, it's like, what do you think of our capacity as audience members if you mm. can't connect the dots between osha and the big decisions in this
1: show well i was just thinking and particularly through a pr lens mm. and i actually talked about the bachelor in episode 10 of my podcast pr and politics but plug. i didn't <laughs> plug um i'm not repeating my thoughts so you can go back and listen if you'd like but i actually have just been thinking while you've been saying that it is they've obviously very purposefully made him appear to not be involved in those decisions and like he is just the host in yeah. quotes and he doesn't you know he's not i mean he's not literally making edits obviously like, he has a team for that but of course he is part of the entire production and honestly the more i think about it and i'm we're trying to be fair but not give him a free pass here and which is a hard line to to walk mm-hmm. but, The more that you were just talking then the more i actually got really angry (laughs) that he goes around claiming that it is all about love yet he like either you're lying to us or you're lying to yourself like which one is it because sometimes there are times where i think and i look at things again through a pr lens a lot of the time these things and i think do you actually believe what you're selling people? Maybe you do. Maybe you truly believe it because you're so out of touch with reality and you have been trained and you've been doing this stuff for so long that you actually believe that you have, like, positive motives when at the end of the day the motive is money Mm. or views, which equal money. So I don't, you know, maybe he thinks that he's doing it for love because he's really lost touch with reality. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it still manages to confuse me, especially with, as someone who, like, he's married with mm-hmm. a son. Like, it seems like a really beautiful family. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, like... How do we know, though, again? Again. But what I, my, my point is, is, like, being on set in a production like that, where everything is done to the T, everyone is made up to the nines, like, mm-hmm. it's... It, it's so extensively manicured for yep. television. Mm-hmm. How can you truly believe it is designed for authentic, organic relationships to form? Yes, exactly. And obviously they've had success in the past. They have many successful couples that are still a part of the public eye and seem to be genuinely in love. Again, we don't know, but I truly follow them and love them. And, and I adore. I that. don't
1: think they'd be together for this long if it was fake. No, well,
0: no, no. I'd like to think. I more. believe in a few of them. I yeah. really do. And that's what, makes you continue to watch it but in the yeah. past 5 or 6 seasons I've truly not believed any of it. No. Um and so like the fact that they, season
1: was particularly oh fake. And
0: so was Angie's. Yeah. I thought oh god that's painful. Again like more interesting people are being put on that franchise, but also a lot of people are being recycled mm. um, for a little more reason than the fact that they got a good rating in their past season yeah. instead of actually bringing on someone fresh-faced. Again, we made yeah. this point earlier. But I think it's like, Usha, like you know what happens on these sets. You see the breakdowns of the catfights they're trying to produce and mm-hmm. um, the edits they're trying to make, and it's like, how can you truly believe it's actually about... The values system of The Bachelor is core focus is on love. Like come yeah. on. Especially now. Yeah. Please. Like come on. He's a smarter man than like that's exactly. the thing. I wouldn't give it I, I don't think that's like a um he believes that he's lying to himself. I, I think it is just a PR tactic. Yeah. To keep it going because it
1: is dying. Yeah, exactly. It is really dying. Ratings are down. <sighs> Hate it. Um have you seen Unreal? No. So Unreal is a show, I think it only had three seasons and then they finished it up. I believe it was on Netflix or Stan, but it's an American drama that is behind the scenes of a show that's similar to The Bachelor. Yeah. Or it's based on The Bachelor. And it just shows, like, how much producing happens behind the scenes. And like we said before, I don't think that The Australian Bachelor was this produced at the start, but it definitely got to be that. Around the honey honey badger season is like that's when it's widely accepted that that's when it started happening um, to like a greater capacity where it's not just producers guiding it's like producers facilitating. And this season basically follows. So the main character is someone who has very severe mental health issues. I don't remember what they are specifically, but has very very kind of serious diagnosable issues and is kind of battling between like keeping her job and being a good person because the shit that she does for her job is completely messed up like um skip forward 15 seconds if you don't want to spoiler but one of i think the first season actually ends in a suicide that's caused by what happens on the show right um so this and when i after i watched this show and also because this this came out a long time before people like abby chatfield started talking openly about behind the scenes Mm -hmm. on the bachelor on instagram and and accessible places so it gave me a kind of a peek in and i know that it's a drama but it gave me a peek in behind the curtain of reality tv and when i watched that i thought i'm actually done with reality tv like i and i really don't watch it really at all anymore um aside from the odd like i did watch love at first sight on Netflix but only because it was getting so much lockdown hype mm. and I think it was way overhyped like I did watch the whole season but it's because I kind of got halfway through and I was like mm, may, as well may as well as well. yeah <laughs> and you know lockdown Tiger King was over <laughs> and and now the same kind of thing is happening with people like Abby talking about it and yeah. she's not the only person but I think she's probably the most, the most well-known yeah
0: especially like a feminist sort of yes exactly yeah, and lens.
1: yes exactly and I think that now that we can kind of see what's happened, what happens behind the scenes, or we've got a peak, I just I don't know why you would continue to like stand the bachelor yeah. after knowing that stuff. Like that to me, it's just more kind of cognitive dissonance.
0: Um, there's this show called reality check which is on ABC mm-hmm. I think it's hosted by Tom Ballard and essentially it like focus on different people including Abby Chatfield and they kind of do an episode focus on like different people from different TV shows and, like how they're constructed so it's sort of the same premise mm-hmm. um, but one of them is like an editor of a reality show who basically says like if you've ever seen something extremely dramatic like try to like an extremely dramatic fight scene in something like it's probably me that helped make it like yeah I'm one of the people that cuts that together and they actually fake cut. They actually her. but they actually take they get like a film, like a sort of they get a scene and then watch how it's done.
1: Oh really? Yeah.
0: It's like quite a fascinating approach. Like it is brave, like but again the thing is is that I think these people aren't like that brave in admitting it because everyone wants to watch it Not, yeah. i mean i don't think i do i think i used to like i used to watch a couple of seasons of married at first sight and be like oh my god mm. like the cyril season mm-hmm. um i loved that season then i refused to watch it afterwards because i knew i was like this is toxic yes yeah, so
1: but it had i think maths is the worst yeah it in absolutely
0: is the worst construction because they literally used to lock people in a room together and be like you have to say this or we're not going home sort of thing like yeah. threatening the people that are on the show but yeah. again people keep signing up mm. people keep watching yeah. people want to see it it is disturbing honestly and it's a
1: cycle like yeah at what point do you like who whose fault is it basically because it's like people keep watching people keep demanding more seasons but when
0: people sign up to this they know
1: exactly people keep signing up even though they know because they want like their 10 seconds of fame or they want to like boost their instagram business but then it works. Exactly. It works. And the networks still keep making them. But then people keep watching. Like it's just it's like a... tip
0: for tap. We get something, you get something. It's a exactly. quick pro quo system and it yes. works. And
1: for it to stop will mean big networks being like, This is not okay. Mm. And I don't really see that happening. I don't either. Because ever. again,
0: it television has been pushed so far mm-hmm. that I like i would like to believe I, I would like to say that from my personal perspective if the bachelor and maths went back to actually trying to create good outcomes mm. they'd get more viewers but because they've done this and gone ahead and created this like absolute Monster. mess <laughs> yeah. exactly i don't know if people would i would like to think that i would if it was genuinely focused on those things yeah and motivated by those things mm-hmm. i don't believe it is and i don't know that the ratings would climb because i don't know what other viewers think like obviously people know how manicured and constructed these fights and ridiculousness is yeah but they're glued
1: but what about so i watch a lot of this is kind of niche content on instagram like like uh, tiktoks or reels on instagram of like couples like reuniting because one of them's come back from the military or like a really old couple like yeah. one of them gets the other one flowers yeah. like just this very wholesome and a lot of it like i get like wrapped just like swept up in it for like the 30 seconds but then I, sometimes i scroll past and i'm like it's probably fake but that to me is like i would much rather watch that kind yeah. of content because it's just like oh that's so nice yeah but then i don't I don't know if that is, like you said, like, does everyone like to watch that? Are people going to watch that for longer than 30 seconds?
0: I guess it's like people just can't look away anymore. Yeah. And once you've seen it, Mm -hmm. you continue to not look away. Yes. Whereas I think that they might just,
1: I don't know if people will get bored with fluff now if it was just
0: genuine romance. I don't know.
1: I agree. And actually, I didn't even plan to talk about this, but it's just popped into my head. I think that there is like there is still so much there like watching two people date is so fascinating like i've been at restaurants and have like with my boyfriend <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. and we we're like oh my god those people are on first date i do that we do that too And it's so fascinating you just like trying not to look at them but your ears like pricked up and then you're the like i remember i was sitting with my boyfriend once and he's just like oh my god they're already talking about the divorces <laughs> really? like it's so, like and he's just like, this is definitely a first date like it's very interesting yeah and so Frooms on Instagram, who is a Lucinda Frooms Price. Yeah, if you don't know
0: her, she's excellent. <laughs> she's so
1: funny. She's like a, she's a comedian, journalist. Yeah, Instagram person yes and she had two instagram live dates i didn't watch the first one but the second one was with another person who's like semi known on instagram yeah and it went for an hour and nick and i were glued to the phone screen it was so good yeah there was one little part of it that got a little bit boring but it was actually
0: when it was just her talking to her friend
1: yeah, yeah, I wasn't going to expose. I'm going to
0: because it's like it's not the date that was boring. <laughs> no, no, it, wasn't it was the just date. the pre-date content yes. that was boring. Yeah,
1: so basically, she obviously had it planned out the content. So she was like by herself talking in her room. It was kind of there for the first like 10, 15 minutes. Mm. Then she like had her friend come on the Instagram live and they kind of talked. And that bit was a bit dry. Yeah. And then she was back by herself, and then the guy came in. And then she, the guy went yeah. off and then she called her parents and Whilst it was, it was yeah. yes, it was just so good. And like, but she's hilarious. She's like, really funny. Honestly, she's an entertaining
0: person. This is, I don't, this is going to offend. It's just the truth. When the bachelor says we're going to bring on like a different kind of girl, and they bring uh, on Angie Kent, that's not it. Yeah. When they bring on someone like Frooms, that's oh it. my god, I would watch. That would be honestly the best viewing content they've ever had. Like they I really don't even would. doubt it. People don't like people. She has like a thirty thousand following on Instagram. Yeah, I think, which is really good. I don't
1: think they'd ever put her on. They wouldn't, but they should. They should
0: because she and it's because she's not like the classic like big boobed like yeah she's the funniest person she literally has no filter like like if you follow frooms you know what her brand is it's like yeah. having a crush on shane Warren. yeah um it's Some weird outfit yeah yeah and on a, like, she's just the coolest person and she's so natural and she doesn't care what you think she's just posting she's what just she's doing her thing and you're
1: along for the ride yes.
0: and that's exactly what she like that's the excellence <laughs> that should be on something
1: like the bachelor it yeah. would truly change the game yeah it would although we have to mention she is like skinny and blonde yes <laughs> This is true. Not the most diverse, but a different type of character. Yeah, she is, and someone who would actually bring the entertainment from, like, she would create the entertainment. Yeah, she wouldn't have to be about fighting or drama. No, they could put her and the guys in one, in like a room with no uh like furniture you and don't even need alcohol so funny. like literally that's the
0: other thing i think they try to get people drunk
1: yeah no, I don't on know the
0: bachelor that. to then get people to say things or get messy i don't nah, like that Frims just says it Frims. although
1: there wasn't a one <laughs> she was a little bit tipsy on
0: there
1: mm. on the ig live and there was this one like scene where she was like touching up her makeup when the, her day was about to come back on yeah. and it was like the most furious makeup applying it was yeah. like very like drunk girl in a club bathroom which is highly entertaining but she doesn't need the alcohol it's, she's just like but li- a funny person like she's
0: literally never mentioned this online date again and months later every follower is still like sending her inboxes yeah, like
1: update please yeah
0: are you still in a relationship and like they have not neither of them have said like a thing except saying like maybe one day we'll tell you the story yeah exactly. But we have no idea everyone's hanging on like she just is the entertainment yes
1: exactly and see that and like um when i was watching that, i was like they could this could be something yeah we don't like, I don't care about The Bachelor, but I really care about this a lot. Yeah. Like, people set alarms on their phones to come back for, you know, 7 p.m. Sydney time to watch Friends.
0: I think you can constantly be surprised by what people will watch. Because I think the thing is, is that content is so available and so overconsumed and literally everyone is a performer on social media. Yeah. That you'd be surprised by, like, I'm constantly surprised by the things that I get trapped in on TikTok, mm. YouTube, and, like, I'm not a big like I'm, I'm not on those sort of video like yeah. apps that often. Yeah. But like everyone gets stuck in black holes on those sort of things. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that producers of television would
1: be surprised by what people prefer. But also, I think I think you're right, and I also think um, that they. They could just pick people a bit better. Like they're obviously pe- picking the people who they think will be susceptible to being produced. Yeah, and that's why they're never going to pick someone like Frooms because she's not going to be produced. She'll just do whatever she wants. Yeah,
0: which is honestly which would be so funny. It would be funnier than it would what be they so do. So much they're, better. Yeah, they're picking. Honestly, vulnerable people that they think are going to fuck up.
1: Yeah, and hot people.
0: And the people that they can say, "Why don't you go in and do this?" Just a suggestion. Yeah, they're the people that they can say, "Go on and go and steal that person away from that person." Yes.
1: Oh, you should tell him what's on your heart.
0: Oh my god.
1: Yikes! I actually have thought about like, what if I like went incognito into The Bachelor, pretended too. to be. Yeah, except they'd never pick me because I'm not like tall or skinny enough, and I have a shaved head. The shaved head look would only go in The Bachelor if it was like some really hot model. Oh, it's
0: just frustrating. If
1: you're a hot, skinny blonde who's interested in going incognito, please email me. Yeah. I'd like to have make an experiment.
0: The last season I'll watch is Angie Kent's season. Because mm-hmm. I thought, here we go. They're trying to bring on, like, a a real girl. And then I watched it. I was like, this is one of the most fake seasons I've ever seen. The Wasn't she an Instagram girl? She was on Gogglebox.
1: Oh, I thought that was Abby.
0: No. What? Abby's from nothing. Abby's
1: i thought Abby was on google Books. no okay i'm shook carry on sorry
0: yeah so i think like especially with that whole carlin thing and like there was this whole thing where before she picked him it came out that like he'd gone on for his career oh and then she still picked him what yeah, okay did they break up yeah Shocking. Shocking. a <laughs> Sorry, I actually really do. I do like Angie, but I think it's just a bit lame to come out and say, like, we've got our bogan princess for The yep. Bachelor, and then she's like, yeah, I will track p- pants in this one ad. Like, <laughs> can we please stop feigning? Relatable. Yeah, I, no, that's exactly it. Like, and I'm sure Angie is a relatable person, but the way that The Bachelor frames it is like, yeah. you know, she's like any other girl. It's like, mm. no, she's actually not.
1: Yeah. Like. And I remember a lot of, I didn't actually, uh, watched that season and i didn't engage with it but i remember th- seeing people talking about it and saying like oh they're making her you know painting her as being so relatable and i also hate how much of the vitriol then the women have to wear yeah when it's like you didn't choose you... to be framed this way exactly it's not angie's
0: fault that they've done that because yes. i'm actually sure that she is quite a normal down-to-earth person yeah but it's the fact that they've got this hot blonde still mm-hmm. tiny petite extremely fit yeah blonde on and they're like oh my She's just like the girl next door. Same with Ali, who was, like, probably one of the most fit people I've ever seen in my life. And there's no problem with this, but has had a lot of work done, clearly. yeah. And it's like, people not cannot typical. look like that. No. It's not, it's not okay for you to frame this as, like, diversity yeah. or, like, normal women. No. Because it's not.
1: It's not. And also how relatable can you expect people to be when they have four thousand cameras pointed on them? Exactly.
0: Every day? There was like one particular thing that I thought was really good from Angie, which was like at the very start when there was that really gross counsellor um
1: oh, who was who like really, really
0: disgusting and she was like, get out. Yep. And I thought that's great. But that was like the second episode of the season and then from there on it was like she was dating the hot model dude. Yeah. Who it's was the- there for his career.
1: That counselor got
0: fired. Yeah. Also Woo-hoo. the guy she picked down was Carlin. What? <laughs> my god Ugh. I like and, oh that. and carlin was like you have a lot of trauma i was bullied in year four it's like everyone was bullied <laughs> in year four <laughs> fuck off carlin you look
1: like a model you are a model for your career it's so hot. i mean I, this is a whole another conversation but i hate when like really hot people are just like people bullied me because they said i was too skinny in the or, 90s or the
0: like, <laughs> i used to have this like tooth that was just it's
1: like fucking hell like <laughs> Get some, some real
0: people, trauma. I don't even have real trauma. Like, get some real trauma. Get some real trauma. I don't have any
1: trauma, but I don't pretend but to have don't That's the it. point. Don't go yeah. on a reality
0: TV show, me. Like, it's really hard for me. You've got a six pack. <laughs> the world is easy for you. You are a white man who's come on this show because he wants to be a model professionally, who yeah. already could model professionally. Yeah. You've scored the girl, broken up with her. You've got a career, and you're like, I was bullied in your form. Goodbye, Colin
1: <laughs> Good night. Good night.
0: If you found us just totally relatable and quirky, <laughs> come back next Wednesday for a new episode.
1: Until then, head to cheekmedia.com.au to tidy you over until then. Bye.
0: Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>